This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at southtownhyundai.ca. Secret Santa is a dangerous game. Yeah, and there's always this price limit. Mm -hmm. And there was this viral story of a woman who complained and confronted a coworker. I'm going to assume that the person that she confronted posted this on Reddit or something. I'm not actually sure where the source came from, but um, they Googled the actual prices of the gift that they ended up getting in the Secret Santa. And it was only like 16 bucks. Yeah, but it was you're supposed to spend 25 So she made a stink. She said, like, this isn't enough money. You didn't spend enough on me. I actually think both of those people kind of suck <laughs> uh, for underspending. Yeah. Like I can see, like twenty three dollars. That's that's all right. You yeah. should still maybe throw a chocolate bar in there or something. But uh, sixteen, that like you're two thirds of the way there. That, that's not the it's rules. A, it's a very noticeable difference in in gifts. But I'm actually going to defend the person that spent sixteen dollars. I think it makes Secret Santa so much more enjoyable to be a part of when there's one crappy gift <laughs> because of the whole like you can steal twice. Right. Somebody always inevitably gets screwed over, and I love that. It wouldn't be fun if everybody brought a fire gift. It just wouldn't. If everybody left happy, that's not the spirit that I'm here for. I want one person being like, I'm not showing up next year. See, and this is what the Jake Ryan element was for our Secret Santa over the years. He's our afternoon host Uh on the station, and he would bring the strangest gifts, and you could tell that he was just scrambling last minute. He'd buy them at the gas station. Like, he got a half of a box of garbage bags and a pair of work gloves. Yeah. And there was that one year that he brought one bottle of chocolate boost, like what people drink. The protein drink. Protein drink and uh, moon boots. No. It was a moo-moo. He did bring moon boots as well, which when you're buying footwear at a secret center, <laughs> like you don't know how big the person who's going to get its feet are. It's so funny. And that he didn't come this year. And yeah. I, I was upset about that. I was like, I really wanted to see what Jake Ryan would bring. All I wanted was a, a bottle of, of alcohol. Yeah. That's what I go for every year. Yep. And uh, yeah, mine kept getting stolen over and over again. Till I ended up with like this kids Toronto Raptors gift box, which is all right. The gloves don't fit. The blanket's too small, but the water bottle's okay. Yeah, you're using it today. I'm actually <laughs> jealous because I forgot my water bottle. I'll take it. Uh, you do a secret Santa with your family, but it's like high stakes. Yeah, it's it's, 150 bucks or something. Yeah, and it's so hard. Like, what am I? Sp- Every year I bring something and nobody wants what I bring. Oh no! I know. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to do this year. Maybe just some gift cards. That's so boring, though. What if you did $150 worth of scratch tickets? <gasps> that would be a good one. That actually is very, very smart. Because you could make, somebody could make a lot of money on that. But what if they made nothing? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still enjoyment for a little while, I guess. In my mind, I would be like, I just wasted $150. Also, I wouldn't want them to win. I'd be mad. It's like, that's why when <laughs> whenever there's a roll-up th- to rim the rim to win... Yeah. I never buy people a coffee because what if they win a car? Like, okay. Like, I spend $1.50 on you and you get a vehicle? I don't think so. Wow. That's just a really dark side of you that's coming out, hey? I think there's just a lot of uh, 
Scroogeness of me this morning. <laughs> I guess even so. me saying like I, I like someone leaving miserable after the <laughs> yeah, gift exchange. Is, wow, I wonder if this conversation would have went completely different on like a Thursday or Friday. Oh yeah, maybe got the Mondays. Play one oh seven. Jimmy Fallon did uh, parody on Friday. I think this would have aired. That was the Christmas Karens. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was uh, it was a pretty funny bit. I want to show you some of it. Here it is. Stop filming me. Stop filming me. I don't want to go viral. Stop filming me. Stop filming me. As I start to spiral. Deck my Facebook wall with bull****. Fa la 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 la. This meme is fake, but I'll still push it. Fa la 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 la. It continued on. They had about uh, five or six different Christmas songs. And it actually reminded me of something we did back in the day, uh, the Jerk Monks. Yep. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I had to clean it up a bit. Some of it was slightly inappropriate. But I thought I'd share. If you like Alvin and the Chipmunks, you're going to love Calvin and the Jerk Monks. Calvin! Pick up their new CD, A Calvin and the Jerk Monks Christmas. Calvin! With hits like this. All I want for Christmas is for you to f- Classics like this. Calvin! Listen to another popular favorite as Calvin and the Jerk Monks sing, Here Comes the Bottle Dry. Here comes the bottle dry, here comes the bottle dry, leave my bottles alone. Calvin! Oh, what's that I hear? Another great hit you can listen to with a Calvin and the Jerk Monks Christmas. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. Calvin! A Calvin and the Jerk Monks Christmas. Buy it now! Why are Christmas songs so much fun to mess with? I know. Like, when you actually think of, like, the root of them, they're so, like, innocent and lovely. <laughs> and people can't wait to get their hands on them and just twist them right up. That was really good. Like, you should be working for Jimmy Fallon. Thank you. Never forget when he stole one of our bits. He Do did. You remember that? Yeah. So look for Kelvin and the Jerk Monks to probably make an appearance on Jimmy Fallon tonight. (laughs) Well, Lisa hates the best show on TV. Okay. (laughs) Oh, it just gets me fired up. Oh, it's so bad. No, you can't. (laughs) The best show on television is Succession. They just had the season three finale last night. Oh my gosh. Nothing ever happens in that show. What are you talking about? It's all about character development. Yeah, yeah, sure. No idea what you're talking about. I still watch it and I like it, but nothing ever happens. A lot of things are happening. It's a slow burn. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the whole thing's a slow burn. Yeah, it's really good. Whereas Yellowstone, I don't know. So Ryder had a poker night over the weekend. All of his buddies were sitting around the table. There was a Yellowstone commercial um, during the Oilers game. And they're all talking about how great it is. And I casually mentioned, like, that show sucks. Oh, my gosh. Threw off half of your friend's poker face. Yeah, it was good, actually, though, because they were so rattled that I ended up taking a bunch of their chips. They weren't paying attention to the game anymore. It is wild how many people love Yellowstone, though. And I know that when I mention that I'm not a fan, they get so offended, like so fired up. And I and I get it because when you say nothing happens in succession, I take that very personally. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you don't like Yellowstone because things happen in it. No, no. Yellowstone is so cheesy. Nobody talks like Beth. Nobody is actually like that in real life. Nobody it's a drama. Oh, my gosh. So you think she's dramatic. That's the point. 
Like, I think your idea of TV shows should be like, this could happen in real life, maybe. Succession is a real family. Yeah, a real boring family. No, it's not boring. The fight between Ryder and I over what's better, Succession versus Yellowstone, it's got to be relatable to some people listening right now. You have that one friend that loves Succession, or you love it, and your friend's like, no, Yellowstone's better. No, it's not. I went to uh, a Christmas carol yesterday at the Citadel, which, by the way, was incredible. Highly recommend it. Go support the arts. But the family that I went with, I kind of subbed in for one of my buddies as his date because his girlfriend was busy working. So I went with his entire family. I'm talking sisters, their husband, their kids, his parents. And they're all talking about Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. How amazing it is. The show's awesome. I was like, meh. I honestly think they wanted to kick me out of the Citadel. No, you realize you're just walking around picking fights with people now. Because you've watched an episode of Yellowstone and you thought Beth was too dramatic. Well, and the, it was loud. Like, the gunshots were a bit aggressive. <laughs> That's, you know why? Because things happen in that show. Thank you. The amount of people that are texting into our show saying that I need to be brought to the train station. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but I'm assuming good. it's not a good thing. <laughs> um, Miles just said, I think Lisa doesn't like Beth because Lisa is Beth. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're sounding a bit like her today, to be honest. Wait, if you want me to be like Beth, let me just light a cigarette. Yeah. Mess up my mascara and talk like this. Yeah, we can't bring up Yellowstone right anymore. Or, I'm not having fun at all I right now. I'm no. serious right <sighs> now. I'm Beth and scene. Eight simple pleasures rich people don't get to experience. It was put out by BuzzFeed. And there's some things on this list that like I didn't even think of that I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a thrill. Okay, I just thought of one. When you go on vacation and there's a pool. Like if you're rich, that's not exciting to you because you probably have a pool either inside your house or outdoors yeah. or, bo- or both. So to you, it's just another day. Whereas for me personally, even if a place has a hot tub, I'm like, whoa, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a really valid point. It didn't make the list, but I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have another suggestion for us? A hot chocolate, like quick hot chocolate and peanut butter toast, dipping in peanut butter toast and closing my bedroom door so I don't have to hear the rest of my house in my 1,000-square-foot home. Okay. That is actually a really good answer. Yeah. Yeah. That did make the list. It was so specific, but... (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Like, getting alone time. Yeah. In a little house. And whereas, like, somebody who's super rich probably loves when someone else is around because they feel lonely otherwise. Like, when you have an entire wing to yourself in your home. Oh, my gosh. Imagine having a a wing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Okay, let's go through some of these. Having to get creative in the kitchen and use what you've got is on the list. When you're oddly proud of when it actually tastes good and like rallying to put the ingredients together. Uh, Number seven, we have the pride that comes with making a big purchase, like when you finally saved up to get a car. Yeah, like I've seen people go into stores that are really expensive and they'll just point at something and buy it. These mm-hmm. aren't my friends. I've just like witnessed it when I'm window shopping in this store. <laughs> right. I'm not even joking. I wonder if there is the pride though, like when you're rich, it's just bigger stuff. Like when you finally save up to buy that private jet. And listen, we are not trying to say that like being rich is bad. Like big ups to people that have worked really hard mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. have that generational wealth. That's amazing. But for us, <laughs> it's, 
little things bring us so much joy. Yeah, so it's the eight simple pleasures rich people don't get to experience. Number six, that feeling when you fill up your gas tank and you don't have to worry for a while. Number five also involves uh, transit, the good aspects of public transportation, like reading on the subway or having a weird but interesting conversation on the bus. (laughs) Number four is the intense family bond that comes with not having money. Like the you and me against the world vibe. Yeah. Uh, I like that one a lot. Number three is the thrill of finding a favorite product on sale. Can you imagine not being excited about that? Yeah, the sales rack is everything. When there is some gold on it, well, not literal gold. That would be cool too, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, Number two is not having to worry someone's just dating you for your money. (gasps) That's valid. Like, they actually really like you. And uh, number one is the excitement that comes with finding a $20 bill in an old coat. That's why I love the beginning. That's the only reason I like when the snow starts to fall. Because I'm like, time to pull out those jackets, (laughs) see if there's anything in the pocket. I'm about to be rich. (laughs) I wish I could go back to the 90s where I was able to do things like somersaults and cartwheels and round off back handsprings without having to worry about my knees. I'm a 31-year-old woman. I turn 32 next month. Well, February 1st, but still. And I am struggling. I can mm-hmm. barely walk up and down the stairs without the railing. Yeah, that's insane. And you don't have any, like, like I was the same after I blew my ACL and had to get surgery. Yeah, I had to use the railing. you were an athlete. I'm not an athlete. Yeah, dodgeball is <laughs> was the sport I hurt myself in. I don't know if that's considered full-blown sportsing, but... Uh, yeah, so this is just all the time for you? All the you? time. My knees are so bad. Yeah, some. are you walking wrong? Maybe. Maybe I I put too much weight on one side. Maybe I'm crooked. I don't know. Yeah. I got to figure it out, though. Is I got to go to physio or something. Is it the sexy scoliosis? I do have sexy scoliosis. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. Right. Because it's. It, I do have a form of it. My chiropractor told me. But... Uh, the form of it's interesting because I kind of stick my butt out and my chest. So that's hence the nickname. Hence the nickname, sexy scoliosis. But yeah, it's not doing me any favors as far as feeling comfortable. And I posted on Instagram yesterday saying, help me fix my knees. Like, what are people doing? What are you taking? Who do you go and see for help? Wow. So many of us have knee problems. Like, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. The amount of followers that I have that were like, please post the answers. Yeah. Help me. And uh, I was with my buddy Scott yesterday. And his dad's like, What is with your generation? Why are all of you falling apart? I have like a sore neck and bad knees at mm-hmm. the show. And his son Scott had a foot problem. Like, we're both trying to get up and down these stairs. And keep in mind, like, old people love theater. Right. We were the one, we were in the worst shape there. <laughs> His dad dad was embarrassed to be with us. (laughs) Pick it up, youngins. Yeah, what's wrong with us? I think we need to go back to the 90s where everybody was just like chugging milk. I wonder if there is something about our generation, like if it has to do with the fact that so much of our food is processed. Maybe. Or like if it has to do with, you know, not drinking milk. It, It is interesting. I have no idea, but we are not okay. Yeah, I'd try a new walk if I was you. Like try switch w- it up. Like waddling maybe. Mm. That's just less impact on the knees. I'll try skipping or yeah, something. Yeah, sure. yeah, sure. We are joined by Chandra from Crave Beauty and Wellness Lab. Can you tell us a little bit about your business? We are a full medical aesthetics clinic. We opened in January of 2019. 
The services that we offer are a variance of things that will treat different skin conditions, so melasma, pigmentation, anti-aging, hair removal, various types of cosmetic injectables, including Botox, Dysport, and filler, as well as an array of laser services. Where can people go to find you online? Uh, www.cravebeautylab.com. Chandra, I feel like there's a lot of men that are more comfortable going in and getting Botox. Are you seeing a higher volume of men? Yeah, I would say the industry is still predominantly women, but there's a lot of men who are coming in for anti-aging and skin treatments. Um, we call it bro talk, so it sounds a little bit more masculine and it has like a fun twist to it. And then it's more um, directly targeting like the male demographic. But a lot of men will come in for Botox if they're looking for filler. A common treatment area for men is the jawline. As we age, a lot of the time, like that structured jawline may not be there or we just might not be born with it. So we can really like build out and define a jawline for a man, giving them a more masculine appearance. Guys will come in for Botox for hyperhidrosis as well if they sweat a lot. And then a lot of sports guys will come in if they wear helmets for different skin treatments to prevent breaking out. The catch to that is a lot of them don't like their photos posted just because of, like, the stigma surrounding it. But they definitely still do come in and do services. It's just not as advertised. Lighter and Lisa. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Play 107.